isn't raspberry one of those extracts that comes from the beaver glands of the butt? I'm pretty sure. I think it's raspberry. Are you are you insinuating that we consume booty glands? Yeah. Okay. I thought you knew that. I think we mentioned that on this podcast before. I think you're right. <laughs> Hope you're all into rim jobs. Anyway. <laughs> of beavers. Hey. Hey. Build that damn baby. What up? This is uh, Cryptism Mystics. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talk about beaver rim jobs, apparently. <laughs> Just when you put it like that. You started it. Gross. Sick, sick, sicko. Gross. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm Manny. And I'm Sarah. How's it going, people? What's up? Oh, we didn't listen in on them last episode. Let's listen on this episode. We knew that they were going to be glorious in the last episode. Yeah, That's we why knew we that you guys were in. vibing. Because right. the first one back of the year. Absolute vibes. So, But we need to check in for this one. Okay, ready? Go. How are you guys doing? They're doing so good. They're so happy that we're back for February. They are vibing. <laughs> I love that. Happy I love that. Valentine's Day to everyone. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure this is coming out right before Valentine's Day. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Um. So, if you're new here, hi. How's it going? Nice bow tie. I mean, you know, I'd pick a better, better color than that. Who has a bow tie on this listening to us? Rude, first of all. Maybe uh, they're at work. Okay. Maybe they're, you know, like trying okay. to make that money. Honey. But with the bow tie? I am going to judge. I mean, I like a cute bow tie, but that's I mean, really specific. You're imagining a really specific listener in your mind right now. I mean, it's me. Hi. <laughs> it's me. It's me listening at work. <laughs> I'm all, we did such a great job that episode. It was so good. <laughs> I think I scared again. I cannot with you. <laughs> um, so this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We're two awesomest friends mm-hmm. that have known each other for a very, very long time. So long. Too long. Mm-hmm. Eh, not long it's enough. It's never too long. Not long enough. We've known each other since we were teenagers. Good lord. Yeah. Uh, so yes, it's been quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just sit here and tell each other uh, spoopy stories mm-hmm. or cryptid stories or... Or weird true crime or... You know, whatever, facts. whatever, you know, we feel that we want to cover that kind of fits the mold of the Cryptids and Mystics podcast. Yeah. And we don't tell each other what we covered beforehand. I know. Typically, Manny will tell a story and I'll tell a story. Sometimes we switch sides. But this time, I don't have a story for you because I'm very busy at the moment. So Manny has a story for you. You know, she's living her best life, you know. That's what she does. Yeah, I guess that's what they're calling it. Um <laughs> But before we jump in, should we cover some business first before we do it? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about the Patreon. What? Manny, have you heard of Patreon? Guess this one. (laughs) Patreon is a very cool website where you can get stuff directly from creators. Whoa. Yeah. And we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash cryptids and mystics. Boom. And go visit us. You can join the $3 tier Mm -hmm. or the $5 tier. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In the three dollar tier, you get access to everything on that Patreon, which includes special episodes, a little bit shorter ones, early episode drops, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a few picks, and <laughs> <laughs> that's everybody's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Few um, picks. and just like interesting, fun things about us, we do polls sometimes. Join us there, and then if you do the five dollar one, we send you a free sticker. They're delivered straight to your address, and then we also give you a shout out on this very podcast. And I have Ooh. not looked at our uh, subscribers in a minute, so I should probably look and see if we have any shout-outs. Sarah opened up her porn stash. Oh, no, not my porn stash. I mean, you have good taste, to be fair. <laughs> I would have never thought Jeez. of that. Audience? Is that what it'd be in? I'm like, oh, you're into furries? Disgusting. Is it, though? Yeah. Oh, we have a free person on here. Good for her. Um, Did we ever give Tyler a shout-out? Tyler. Tyler Connolly, we love you so much. We do love you so much. You sweet angel yes. and Robert Andrade. We love you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. You hear that? Everyone else, we hate you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good heavens. But thank you for joining. Um, we'll put some stuff out there for the free peeps, too. We don't want to leave them hanging. No. Yeah. Never. Y'all, we love you all very much. <laughs> All right. We're inching closer towards getting that camera. Yes. We're saving up for a camera to bring y'all some fun investigations. And to record what we do here, I thought maybe um, every other episode can be a video recording. Yeah. So. Good to see our beautiful faces, you know? Yeah, we do. We need a camera, like a good camera with an SD card 
Um, we tried it with our phone, and it's just so hard. To, it, it just takes up <clears throat> a it takes lot of memory. So much memory, and it was so hard to upload. It wasn't like doing it with an SD card. So yeah, they have like a detachable boom mic that was like twenty four thirty dollars. So then we can have better sound. Nice. So not that much. Actually. I hate whenever I hear the word detachable. I think of that fucking song, detachable penis. Detachable penis. What a time to be alive. Oh, weird time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Weird childhood. <laughs> and then we wonder how why we are the way that we are. I don't wonder that. So <laughs> fair. So before we jump in, though, I think it'd be important. That we share with the peoples, before I share my story for today, mm -hmm. some sort of tour that you, means Amy, did uh, not too long ago. Oh my god. Because we haven't talked about it. I know. We have not talked about it. In fact, I was wondering if we should save it for a Patreon. Nah, let's give it to the people. Okay. Let's give it to the people. Okay. See, and that's why you should join our Patreon, because we'll give you more stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, too, that's when the actual recording stuff, like, you know, like video stuff, yeah. you know? Because what we're going to talk about, we're, we're verbalizing towards you. If we have video of these things, then you yourself can be like, you guys are full of shit. Or be like, wow, yeah, we did see that too. You're, that's crazy. So, you know, that's yeah, how so that works. This time, way back in November. God. I know. It's, it's February in now. So right now we're recording in January. When you get this, it'll be February. Yeah. Um, We did this in November. We had another plan for December, but then we all got sick. So... It was not a fun December. It was a mess. It was. It Did was... you guys end up going? No. Uh, we we were also kind of starting to struggle already, too. Yeah. And then Aaron got really sick, too. That's right. Yeah. So it was just a clusterfuck. Ugh. It just didn't work. Well. Which is a bummer because I heard it was so good. I know. We, we missed out. Okay. So just for context here, we um, live pretty close to Whittier, California. And if you know Whittier, California, you know that it is very old. It has a lot of history. They take care of their history. And it is deeply, deeply haunted. Absolutely. They have... Some haunted tours run by a guy who works for the, um, he's an entertainer and he's a really great guy named Jacob. He run, he part, runs part of the museum, the historic mm -hmm. museum. Mm -hmm. And one of the tours he did that we ended up missing in December is a haunted flashlight tour of the museum. And it just, it sucks because we all got sick and it was just a terrible, terrible time. Mm -hmm. um, but we went to his November tour, which is a walking tour. Which was still pretty fucking amazing. Fucking phenomenal. Like, sometimes you go on a spooky tour and it's like, they don't know what they're talking about. They kind of expect the locations to do the talking for them. This guy knew his fucking history. Oh, yeah. And he had personality. And he just, like, he knew all the locals. <clears throat> and, oh, my God. He was what, so good. What I loved about it, too, is that his energy just automatically would lure you in. Like, it drew yes. you in. I mean, like, he had so much fucking energy. I, I mean... I was obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. If, if you guys get a chance to do it, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Amazing, phenomenal work that he does. So it started off at this local vegan restaurant. What was it called? Oh, the uh, Modern Shaman. Yes. Okay. So we, it starts off at Modern Shaman in Whittier, which is on Greenleaf. Mm -hmm. And that's like the Uptown Whittier era. They call it Uptown, not Downtown. Um. <laughs> it's like their little central hub and it's like one of the oldest parts in the whole city so it's very haunted and we didn't eat at modern shaman because we weren't sure like if we had to have time or whatever we should have eaten there it looks so cool you guys it really did it's this like cool fancy very intimate um vegan restaurant and the items sound amazing the food smells so good mm -hmm. the atmosphere is amazing the woman who runs the shop told us a story about how it is haunted there and that there's a spirit and he's a male spirit and he is there sometimes with her and she just is so used to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like she's living with this person. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. Welcome. So then she turns it over to Jacob and it was just, I, I can't even begin to describe. Not only like did we get a really great experience, but like we accidentally sat in the best spot. <laughs> Because we sat at this high top table and it had this like black, um, not, what is the word I'm looking for? Candelabra. There you go. It had a black candelabra. Yes, 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 yes. And she came over and she said, ready to get spooky? And she just lit it with us. And I was like, oh my God. And there was like a fog machine. It was amazing. It was, it, uh, again, the whole feel of Production, it. start to finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. Kiss. Beautiful. Beautiful. Draws you in. Yeah. And then when she turned it over... To Jacob, he um, told us the first thing he told us, which I thought was very interesting, 
is that there um, is a movie theater on Greenleaf and Whittier. I've been there a couple times. It's like one of those discount movie theaters because it's very old. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that there is a little girl ghost that haunts there and that people see her run across the street and run into the lobby and then she goes into one of the bathrooms. And the reason she does that is because back in the day there wasn't a bathroom there that was like theater part of theater one. Mm-hmm. And so she was running to go into the theater and people see her all the time. Um, so when you, when you exit, it's a walking tour. So when you exit Modern Shaman, if you look to the left, you can see down the street where that would be. And we're all looking for her, like waiting to see her. We did not see her, unfortunately. No. But she is, you know, around. And the, the tour itself is really cool. It is not fast paced at all. He really takes his time Very slow to walking. talk about everything, to give you some historical context to everything as well, too. Some stuff that you would have never, ever assumed yeah. Out of Whittier, he does a really great job to kind of like, you know, it, it, it's it's historical, but yet it still felt very much like, uh, uh something that like would have happened, something that would have happened during our time anyway. Yeah, a lot of the things that he talked about. It, what what I think was probably the the most interesting component of it was the fact that he makes it a point to connect with a lot of people within the community. It's mm-hmm. not just him collecting the information, uh, doing the research, and that's it. Like, he mm-hmm. he really goes out of his way to connect with the community, with the people within the community, mm-hmm. have them be involved with it. Not, not, in the, not in the tour itself, but involved in where, like, they're allowing him to, like, go into their homes, for example, yes. and be able to, Are they you know, They're wanting to give him historical photos and archive things that they've found. I think that's awesome. Yeah, because they know that he's going to do a good job of you know, preserving it and mm-hmm. getting people to know and understand it. So he really knows his community very well. Like to the point where we were standing on the corner, he was telling us about these historic homes and a man walked by and he's a professor at the local university and he, they're just talking like friends. Yeah. yeah. So like it was like, like you would have thought to yourself, is this part of the, yeah, no, not at all. The they just know each other. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Like, like, you know, the three of us were looking at each other like, is this, no, I don't think he's a part of it. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe he's not. He's not an actor, okay? I was like, that was way Not an actor, was, just uh, an English professor. Yeah, gotcha. Just hanging out on a, what was it, like on a Wednesday night, Thursday night that we went or something I think like it was that. a Thursday night. Yeah, I think so. I think the way that that ended, the night, the way the night ended, mm-hmm. was the the part that me and Amy still talk about. Uh, well, which part? You know which part. No, I don't know which part. There was so much that happened. The park. Yeah, we were at the park, okay. Oh, the the um, what do they what do they call it? It wasn't Pioneer Park. It was no, it's not um, called Pioneer Park. It's called Founders Park. There you I go. think. Yes, yes. Um, yes. if you know about Founders Park in Whittier, so we didn't walk there. It's not part of the tour, but he did talk about it. Um, you know that a long time ago, <laughs> it was a cemetery, mm-hmm. and it was a family-owned cemetery. So it was it was rather small for a cemetery, but. Once that family line died out and then everyone else that helped care for it passed away, there were a lot of bodies that were unclaimed. So some of them they were able to take out the ground. Some of them they weren't and they were left there. Mm-hmm. It is a park now, mm-hmm. like a regular park. Mm-hmm. There is a memorial to the people that are still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also, their families that don't exist anymore. Right. That's how long ago they were buried there. Yeah. And so they just put a park over a cemetery. And often it's said that if you go there at night... You will see a woman walking around in like a black shroud. And she's actually, she used to be the caretaker, the very last caretaker. And they say that she's there to like protect the graves. Mm -hmm. When we went, it's very dark there. There's no lights inside of the park. It is very dark. Like the surrounding street lights. The the surrounding parts of the park, yes. There's like like residential. It's it's in residential. Yeah, there's residential homes there. Like there are street lights. There's like an apartment complex next to it. Right. But like within the actual park itself, like in the the square Mm -hmm. portion of it, there's no lights. Yeah. And it's split into by a street. Yes. So it's big it's like two big squares side by side. Yep. There are no lights in there. And there's a lot of trees. Mm -hmm. And we were looking in the middle. And it's very dark. And we kept seeing something move. And we were like, what is that? Is there someone in the park? And there were people like walking their dogs. But you could see them very clearly. And and a lot of them were actually more on, on the, the outskirts of yeah, the, they weren't in the, the middle. square itself. Yeah. Yeah. And the way it was described, at least the f- first part, mm-hmm. was of a very tall figure. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the one that you and Amy saw. Yeah. Right. Very tall, lanky looking. Yes. Tall, lanky. Kind of like a 
a man like moving about like mm-hmm. kind of like and the way he was moving it, it was kind of like he was maybe maybe walking with like a a specific gait not necessarily like walking with ease mm-hmm. and like it wasn't like he was moving side to side really it was like he was moving like toward us kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then it just stopped and we're like there's no movement and we kept looking and it didn't go anywhere like we even drove around to see like oh maybe the person sat down maybe the person moved to the left or right and that there was, was nothing and that was where the second part of that i think was kind of creepy for me at least because i didn't see that part yeah he kept trying to see what we were seeing and we're like it's right there it's right there well, i didn't see it the second part was uh i uh, and i guess amy kind of saw that that portion of it too where mm-hmm. it was walking behind a tree yeah and then at one point when it came back out it was like a hunched over like like uh humpback type of yeah, like a little old figure woman. limping like kind of like like shimmying type mm-hmm. of thing and walking away from us at that point yeah and it was a totally dark figure like you could not you make, make out, out other than just a silhouette yeah just a silhouette walking away then all of a sudden we lost track of it yeah it was like it was just gone like an instant and like we're it like blended into a shadow and then we like blinked and we're like where the fuck is it no no like no joke like it was gone and we're like, it, so it was weird. like, but it was like towards the middle of that big square. Yeah. So logically speaking, you would still be able to technically see the person yeah, walking the other side. Yeah, you have to see where side. they're going. Right. What side of the square. So started the car because we, you know, we're, I, I was too chicken shit to get out of the car. I <laughs> yeah, we weren't about to get out of the car. Mm-mm. No, no we didn't want anything you. to fall asleep. Fuck that. Yeah. And so, especially after the story that uh, was shared. Yeah. Um, and so we ended up driving around the other side of the park because mm-hmm. we had also seen a guy walking his dog. Yeah. And by the time we got there, the guy had already been on that other side. So we're like, okay, yeah, yeah he you was know, already like, like down the street, like a like a typical, you know, rate, right? He was mm-hmm. walking too fast into that, and we saw nothing, nobody else, nothing, nothing, nowhere, just the guy. It just didn't dog. make sense. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like we should have caught whatever we saw at this point, yeah. at the rate that they were walking. Mm-hmm. There was nothing there, not on either side of the park. So I don't. It's unexplainable. And I can't say for sure what we saw, but we don't know what we saw is the problem. And that's the creepy part about it. Oh, this is very creepy. And that gave me chills <laughs> that night. I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. So I, my great aunt, who was very, very close to my grandma, that was her sister. She would go visit her all the time. And she lives on Pasadena Street. And that's two blocks down from that, mm-hmm. um, from that park. She's passed away, so they don't live there anymore. But. Um, we used to go over there all the time and my grandma would always drive past the park and you don't have to drive that way. You can take Beverly in the main street yeah, 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 and then turn on and she would always go the way to go around the park. And she always told me like, you know, this used to be a cemetery, you know, this used to be a cemetery. And I don't know why, like she, she must've been just as fascinated with it as I was because she was just like, here's the old cemetery. I was like, grandma, this is a park. And she's like, it used to be a cemetery. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, like. She it, wanted me to know. <laughs> it's a very pretty park. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. very beautiful it's space. It's very well kept. Like but you def again, like we mentioned in the last episode that we recorded, there's like an eerie feeling. Very much. Behind Especially it. at night. Yeah. Like, very, very eerie feeling. The fact that there's no lights inside the park itself. Which makes no sense. It's so weird. Why if you're going to you build have... a park, put lights in there. Right. Like, why wouldn't you have at least, like, a few light posts or something? No You sense. know, no lights on there at all. Very, very dark. Very, very dark. Mm-hmm very very scary um that was a trip it was weird that was an absolute that's trip not even that's like only one of the weird things that happened to us that night so if you know um for, perhaps if you're mexican i will say that because this is Let's a, start very, there. a very common mexican belief um white owls are considered a bad omen oh shit i forgot about yeah that. bujos are considered like witchcraft like they're witches in disguise like trying to come and curse you uh-huh um and they're often considered omens of death so if you see a white owl it typically means like death will follow mm-hmm. so we're, we walk we go behind the restaurant when we first start talking he's telling us about the history of the street and mm-hmm. western times and then you walk down the street a little to the next block behind where the part the public parking is and across from that there's a little park and it is like um I don't remember what it's called, but it's like one of the main parks in Uptown. Yeah, because I think it has a founder. Yeah, it has, of Whittier, it's the one statue, with the, uh, the statue of the founder of Whittier. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, we cross the street, Caddy Corner, to get to the park, 
to go to the corner and he's going to tell us all these stories about these beautiful craftsman homes that are surrounding the area. And a white owl flies overhead and it goes, there's palm trees and it goes into the palm tree. And I'm like, did you guys see that owl? And then some people were like, oh yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. And like, yeah, again, those are creepy bad omens. Then all of a sudden there's more. They're flying from tree to tree. There's like two or three more. Mm -hmm. And Jacob tells us our tour guide He's like, oh, yeah, they have nests in these trees, in these palm trees. Sometimes they come out. Sometimes they don't. We just got lucky and we saw more than one. I'm like, lucky or unlucky? Like, I'm a little. <laughs> and I mean, the fact, too, that I think that was also another another cemetery there, too, right? In that park. I don't remember. But I think, I think somebody had mentioned that that also used to be a cemetery there, There's too. a lot of creepy stuff that happens right yeah. there. There's a church across the street. The church story made me laugh because Amy and Manny had me laughing because they were whispering to each other during it. Um, That's right. (laughs) So there was an old church. A woman was there in the 70s, I think, and she was there the day before to, like, set things up and, like, nail down the last details. It was just her dropping stuff off. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, upstairs. And then she heard someone, like, walking toward her. And she was like, oh, it must be, like, a priest or, like, someone who works here. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around and she said it was, like, a glowing white person. She said, like, it was a ghost. 100%. It was a ghost. For sure. And then it disappeared. And she freaked out and she went home and she told her fiancé. And her fiancé was like, I think you're just really stressed from the wedding. Like, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Um, and then they got married and everything was great. And I think it was her mom or her mother-in-law that told her that seeing a ghost before your wedding is a sign of good luck. And Manny just turns to Amy and goes, babe, did you see a ghost when we got married? And she said, no, we're doomed. (laughs) (laughs) She was so deadpan. So matter of fact. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. I was like, we can't be laughing on this ghost tour, bitches. (laughs) And I'm on, and, and this is how I find out we're going to not make it, I <laughs> You're going to get divorced. No ghosts. Great. <laughs> Great. How did I know that, that uh, our stuff for the podcast would eventually come back to haunt me? Oh, and fun fact, Jacob said that that um, couple is still married. So oh, yeah. it is good luck. I'm going to go with that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Married for like 45 years or something like that. So good luck. Mm-hmm. Had a good run. <laughs> but um, the last one I think I don't want to mention is the antique shop. And how the um, there was like two kids before it became officially an antique shop mm-hmm. ended up down in the basement mm-hmm. and ended up uh, being chased out by an unfortunate spirit who, during their time of living, died by electrocution in there. Yeah. And it is believed that she she uh-huh. looked and reacted. The way that she did was because of the fact that she was almost like reliving again or like going through that same moment again of electrocution. Yeah. But the kids ran off thinking that she was actually out to attack them. Yeah. They were like, she was glowing and her hair was crazy and she was yelling at us. She was gritting her teeth at us. Yeah. <sighs> I don't care what it is. If I see that shit. Yeah, I don't No, It's terrifying. If I see that shit. I don't, and that's I don't, now King Arthur's antiques. By the way, yeah. If you if you guys want to go, so that's that's that building is um it wasn't an antique store before, but it, it is part of um Whittier's older history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which and, by the way, that store is really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And back then, that was just a big dirt road in front uh-huh. of it. So, yep, <laughs> yep. So there's tons to see out there in Whittier. So much. They even show you um where they filmed a part of Hocus Pocus. So if you remember when they, the Sanderson sisters meet the devil and they're standing outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, that house is actually right there in Whittier. Mm-hmm. And then the interior shots for that house, where they go in with the devil and they meet his wife and hair curlers, um, are done at a house across the street. So awesome. it's, it's crazy. It's great. Yeah. So it's you get great. to see all that. The scariest one, I think, was the abandoned women's center. That's catty corner to that. Yeah. Part. That one felt very, very creepy. Yeah. That one felt very, very creepy. Because really like, the, the church was creepy. Right? Yeah. But, but it's it, still it an operating church, I think. And but none of that too, but it also didn't feel as creepy as that one. Yeah, that one is completely abandoned, but they like leave the electricity on and stuff like that, and they have people from the city check it every once in a while. But I was just, I kind of didn't want to get too close. Yeah, yeah, I think us being across the street, like adjacent to it, yeah, like that, like I think felt safe enough for me. Yeah, like, that, that that that's as far as I want to go. Yeah, that's it, it was like used, I think, up until the eighties, even. But it has a really sad history of, like, when 
um, men were sent off to war in World War II, they would often hold war balls there, yeah. which was where women would go out for the last time with their guys going off to war. Mm-hmm. So they said goodbye to them there, and sometimes they never came back. That's such a sad thing. That it's one. very sad. That one was very, very sad. I think everyone was kind of like on the same page. I was like, that's a... It's fucked up. That's a heavy one. Yeah. That's a heavy one, for sure. So, yeah. So, if you guys get a chance to do the, the, the Woodier tours like that... Please like, do so. Highly recommended. Yeah. For so sure. So good. And it's not even expensive either. Not at all. I think it was like... I'm going to want to say it was like 30 bucks a piece. I it might even be less than that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. But either way, um, totally worth it. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Uh, our tour guide, absolutely amazing, wonderful yeah. energy, yeah. very, very knowledgeable. Um, Just make sure you have, you know, a comfy shoe on and some warm clothes because it gets cold at night. Right. Obviously. That for sure. That for sure. Uh, I mean, obviously, in summertime, it's a whole different story. Yeah. Right. But yes, um, highly recommend. Check it out. Yeah. All right. We're done. Bye. No. no. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll give you guys a story. Yeah. We have to hear Manny's story. We have a story. And this is one that I've been wanting to talk about for a while because this is one of those that too far-fetched to believe, but then eventually is confirmed to be an actual thing. Okay. Intriguing. Let's talk about the Kraken. <gasps> the Kraken! Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Our, <laughs> our buddy the Kraken. Let's our go. buddy the Kraken. Let's go. <laughs> Sources are Wikipedia. Duh. Mm-hmm. The conversation article online from December 30th, 2015, the real life origins of the legendary Kraken, Mm -hmm. a wired article online from September 18th, 2014, fantastically wrong. The legend of the Kraken, a monster that hunts with own poop. Ew. (laughs) It'll be funny. We'll save that one for the end. Don't worry. (laughs) I always like leaving it on a light note. You know that. Or (laughs) dark note, whatever. The independent online. January 4th, 2016 article, Kraken, the real-life origins of the legendary sea monster. Mm. Life science from April 6, 2010, what is a Kraken? Mm-hmm. If you guys have to ask that question, what are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> uh, Natural History Museum online, sea monsters and their inspiration, serpents, mermaids, the Kraken, and more. Mm-hmm. And a book that I just recently bought that is so much fun. Uh cryptozoology a to z the encyclopedia of lock monsters sasquatch chupacabras and other authentic mysteries of nature oh we love that it is really cool it's not like an in-depth thing Mm -hmm. like ultra novel type of thing in fact if anything it gives you like little glimpses but it's like a nice little entryway into the rabbit hole for a lot of these so it's like you'll start reading like ooh, like (laughs) like i saw michael and bembe i was like oh hello there it is you know really cool Really cool book. It was released in 1999. So okay, all right, let's do it. Uh, let's, let's talk about the name mm-hmm. Kraken. Um, it's believed that the name Kraken is from the Norwegian root word "krak," K R A K E. That word tends to mean like malformed or overgrown, oh, and even as or even as much as a crooked tree. Okay. Kraken was also going by the name Horvin. Around the 1920s as well, too. Okay. But we like Kraken better. Yeah, it's easier to pronounce for me. <laughs> we'll, st- we'll stick with that one. I'm not fluent in uh, Scandinavian languages. languages. No. So we're Unfamiliar. just going to leave that right there. Location. So here's the interesting thing about it. Typically, when you would hear stories about the Kraken, it would be in the seas between like Greenland, Norway, Iceland. So up in the Scandinavian regions, right? Okay. But there have been instances there had been instances where it was trekked as far as Newfoundland in Canada. Really? So the Arctic portions pretty okay. much at this point. The cold ocean. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of burr going on right there. A little bit of chilly willies. A little bit of hypothermia. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's, let's start describing what we're talking about here when we talk about the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I know you've heard of the kraken yes i have and i know that you can probably have visualized it many a times yes yeah, to my knowledge she's a big old squid uh yeah yeah she's a big girl and when i say big i mean like as big as a shit bigger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the way it was described a lot of the times was typically like you said a, mm-hmm. a giant octopus with tentacles and mm-hmm. like consuming ships and stuff like that interesting thing that i learned while i was doing research about it there it's had many evolutionary changes to the way that it's 
been viewed. Oh, okay. I think I had one before then too. I don't remember which one it was that I covered where like the way we see it now was vastly different back then. Oh. Um, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I can't remember, but this one was one of those as well too. Okay. So right off the, right off the bat, the stories of the Kraken originate out of Norwegian sailor folklore. Mm-hmm. It was believed to be anywhere as large as 60 feet long. Jesus Christ. By five feet wide. The history of the Kraken, like stories of the Kraken, like and whatnot, mm-hmm. date as far back as 1180. Wow. By King Sver of Norway. He was the first to provide a written account of the creature. Mm. Um, but the interesting thing about it is that the first written description of the Kraken outside of Scandinavia mm-hmm. didn't happen until the 1700s. Oh. So quite a bit of time in between. So maybe he moved. Maybe. <laughs> He's like, hey, gonna, he needed to change the scenery. Gonna, you know, it's too cold. <laughs> Not really digging the cold here. Yeah, you know when you get old and you have to move to Arizona? Like that. Arth- arthritic arthritic uh, tentacles. <laughs> it's good know? for his lungs. Yeah, yeah right, right. His right. asthma. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but the, the written account was written by an Italian writer, Negri, via his writing, Viaggio Settentrionale? Say that three times fast. Go. What? Great. <laughs> but it, what? So pretty much what? What that was? So he had written kind of like a uh, maritime travel guide of Scandinavia. Okay, I got it. So that's why mm-hmm. uh, our Italian friend there, our bbd bobbity friend there, <laughs> uh, decided to write that guide. Okay. And mention the kraken. So in the book, the kraken is described more as a giant fish that oh, had a lot of man. horns or a lot of arms. Which is really a fish with arms? No, I don't know what's going on here with this fish. Do, do they just think like octopus or fish? I guess. I, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there was no real mentioning of an octopus before, you know, or Maybe. understanding of. They're just like that's all from the ocean, so it's all fish. <laughs> you are a fish, <laughs> sir. I am a crab. Thank you. <laughs> uh yes, I am a cancer. Same. Huh? See. <laughs> In 1741, the author. Ejede described the kraken as a creature with many heads and clawed. Many heads? That, that, that's what I'm saying. No, it's getting crazy. It's getting that's crazy. what I'm saying. Okay, because you, know, you and I just described what we know to be the kraken, right? Yeah. We're going into a giant fish. And then you're going multiple heads. Multiple heads. Like, is it like a Cerberus? A Hydra? Like, what the fuck is going on here? In this story, it would capture... What what it would do is that it would capture you with its claws and devour you with its many hits. Wow. Let's just spread the joy. Let's just spread Okay. Spread the meal. Okay. Um, it would eat sea creatures like fish and crabs, right down to ships and humans. Oh. Okay. The whole ship. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It would it would carry you into the depths of the ocean. Okay. That's scary. Drowning. I think I'm a little bit too small for it it might not get very full so it should probably go and get somebody else that's what's devouring a whole ship along the way oh, okay <laughs> the stories of the kraken became like officially became more popular and like more well known around 1753 mm-hmm. the writer eric pontopidian described it as a multi-armed creature and that it was a giant crab starfish or octopus so that's where we start getting the more modernized version okay. of what we've known to be the kraken and that's actually when they first mentioned tentacles, too. Oh, okay. So, you know, it took quite a while. Mm-hmm. But we're here now. <laughs> and we're loving it. There were some reports that would mention that if it couldn't grab you with its tentacles mm-hmm. to drag you down to the depths, because, you know, want you wants you to be cold with it. It's fine. Uh, okay. It would start <laughs> swimming around you and creating a massive whirlpool to drag you down. No Pretty fucking smart creature, though, like to be that. fair. Very smart, but, but not lamb, a fan. No. I'm just trying to go to Scandinavia. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Just trying to be on a little cruise for just a vacation. trying to, you know, relive the Viking era. Doing it out there. <laughs> um, it's also during this time that the name Kraken was to be coined, too. Mm-hmm. So, there okay. it is. For the longest time, the scientific community was not wanting to believe stories of the giant sea creature. They're like, nah, bro. We ain't buying that shit. Who are you talking about? Who are you kidding? Little did they know. You guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> We're scientists. We clearly get it. You don't. Yeah, and it's they like really looked into all the ocean, especially back then. Yeah. <laughs> what What do they say it's at now? Like that we only like maybe like five percent of the ocean or something, something like that. Crazy like that. Fucking insane. We so more about space. 
What am I do about the ocean? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? That's scary. <laughs> That's really scary it's if you really think scary. about it. Because yeah. then it makes you wonder too, like, why are we so resistant to figure out what's underneath there? I feel like somebody went down there once and they were like, no. <laughs> Never again. Don't go they're down like, there. They're like, cool, Jormungandr. Hi. <laughs> Didn't said, realize that you were real. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, what were we talking about one time? And like, I don't remember if we were talking about it, but someone went down in like a water and they were like, you're not ready for what's down there. I'm not going to tell you. I think I think it was when we were talking about water babies. Maybe. That you brought that. I think you were the one that brought that up. It's so scary. And I'm like, mm, cool. So we're not doing that. <laughs> so we're like avoiding the ocean. Just kind of throw that out there. Especially at this point, the Arctic Ocean, right? Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the scientific involvement, right? Because at mm-hmm. some point, they're going to start asking questions. They're like, bro. You're like, is it real or not? Who are you kidding here? But we hear this too much, so we can't just simply ignore it. So they played real or not. Nah. <laughs> We're always talking about real or fake, right? <laughs> yeah. So what, ha- what finally helped bring this creature to life dates to an incident that occurred in 1853. Okay. Okay. So let's retrace a little bit. So we said... 1741 and 1753, right? Mm-hmm. So nearly like what, 100 years later, yeah, is when they're like, okay, we need to figure something out here. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. So a giant creature washed up ashore in a Danish beach. Hmm. The Norwegian naturalist Jepetus Steenstrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like it's it. Sounds like a <laughs> wonderful name. Not not Norwegians, sorry. Or Danish people. I don't know. Uh, no, Norwegian, sorry. Um, he found the creature on the beach and retrieved the animal's beak to create a description of what we now know to be the, the giant, giant squid. squid. Yeah. Boom. But alas, even with this sort of evidence, people were like, nah. A giant beak didn't do it for you? Bro, you could have just made that thing yourself. No, the fact that squids have beaks is scary. That is really scary, actually. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. They're very tasty, though. Um, Ew, no, I don't eat squid. You don't like seafood, I know. I don't really like seafood. But, um, yes. So, yeah, either way, the scientific community is like, nah, you're full of shit. Yeah. Shut up. I agree. I don't even know what that thing is. It looks <laughs> like a bunch of coconuts. <laughs> the community wouldn't really come on board until around the 1870s. Mm. That was when indisputable evidence would be collected. In 1873, a fisherman and his son spotted a giant squid off the coast of Newfoundland Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and were able to cut off a tentacle to provide to the scientific community to research. Okay. It is now believed that the giant squid is what was being identified all this time as the kraken. Mm -hmm. So, but the thing is, though, is they're really having a hard time figuring out the, what, like, how big they can actually get. Yeah. Because, right? I mean, it's really hard because it's believed that they leave, they live in very, very deep, deep, deep mm-hmm. waters. Um, and it's very, very rare that they ever come up to the surface or even anywhere remotely close to the surface. Yeah. And, uh, and if they're so big, how many of them are really in the ocean? That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Right. Um, but. An interesting fact when it comes to size. Mm. At this point, size does matter. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know. I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> the largest giant squid recorded came in at 65 feet. Oh, my God. Okay. Fucking A. So the 60 feet thing wasn't really it that was, far off. It was not I mean, that's far off. Pretty fucking... It was actually under estimating. Yeah. They, they were just like, you know, we're going to play it safe. Yeah. I'm gonna say like they said 60. price is right rules. Yeah, we're gonna say sixty. <laughs> the little guy's not gonna fall off the edge there. Uh-huh. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. come on down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob Barker. <laughs> so here's the thing too, though, with the stories of the Kraken, there are some beliefs that it was like a combination of different folklore being drawn in it wasn't necessarily just the giant squid. Okay, right. One of those instances, for example, is that. They uh, pulled from the sea monster Cherubitus that was talked about in the Odyssey. Oh, okay. So um, they feel like they drew a lot from something like that as well, too, mm-hmm. into the story of the Kraken. So that's what kind of made it more of the lore, right? More of a legend yeah. than anything else. I mean, to be fair, though, a fucking giant squid is still scary in its own fucking I mind. know. But if you've never seen anything like that, I could see you being like, well, I read the Odyssey. And there was something like that in there. Like, like bro, that's close enough, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it was that fucking huge. I could see that. My God. I mean, have something like 60, 65 feet 
God damn. Like fucking eight. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm trying to picture that. I can't picture that. I'm trying to picture, like, how long the tentacles would be if they, like, snatched you up out of the water. Imagine? No, I hate it. Okay, don't imagine that, then. Ooh, I'm going on a cruise later this year. Don't say that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Norwegian cruises? Don't kill me like that. Uh, Don't let the crack in your by. Please and thank you. Appreciate it. So here's the funny thing. And I'm going to leave us with this funny story. Mm-hmm. So. Bet you're wondering where the whole poop thing comes from. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Isn't that great? I've actually no. built this up really good. This I know. is so gross. Yay me. <laughs> Yay me. So, it was believed that the way you knew that a kraken was going to be nearby, mm-hmm. according to sailor folklore and stuff like that, is you would see large schools of fish nearby. Because mm-hmm. they would be really good at getting the fish. Here's the thing. It was believed for the longest time that the Kraken itself was not really bloodthirsty going after ships and all this stuff like that, right? If anything, you're more collateral damage. I'm just trying to eat the fish, dude. Okay. Please leave me alone. I mean, that might be what's happening there. Sure. But, you know, of course, you know, us being human, we're always going to make everything catastrophic, right? And about us. Yeah, right. Um, I'm delicious. I'm del- wow, you're saying that I'm not delicious. I am scrum diddly <laughs> Thank you very much. Someone that was very insecure. <laughs> Um, rude. Spread this rumor that the Kraken <laughs> also wanted to taste him. Um, rude. I bathe once a month. Um, <laughs> so th- that's how the sailors knew that there was going to be like a Kraken nearby, mm-hmm. right? And they would like sometimes describe them being so fucking massive that the minute you would see the water rising up, like you got to row away, dude, or you got to steer the ship away at this point because otherwise it's going to consume you. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's trying to eat fish. Leave it alone. Yeah. Okay. But mine is business. Simple as that. Stay in your lane. Another way you would know. That there was a possible crack in nearby uh, is the poop. Why would the poop be near? Is what I'm because that's how it lured the school of fish. The With fish its own poop. The like it, it would, you know, poop, and that would be the bait to lure in the schools of fish, and that's how the kraken would end up getting the fish from there. Okay, but what did the kraken poo look like? Dark, <laughs> black. That's gross. Well, okay, wait, no, it's it's. it's it's a product to put it eats, right? So it's yeah. eating the, the seafood. The fish. Right. So it's luring it in with more fish, pretty much. Oh, that's really gross. So it's encouraging cannibalism, apparently. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that's where the poop comes into play. That's really gross. I said that one for the end. I was like, you know what? This sounds funny. That was a fun fact, but it was gross. Yes. <laughs> yes. So moral of the story. You don't want Kraken to fuck with you? Let it eat the fish. Yeah. Leave it the fuck alone. And then look out for Kraken poop. That's a good sign. Yeah. You're all, mm. It smells a little uh, Fish extra, extra fishy around here. <laughs> Be like, oh shit, where are Gotta we? Gotta get out of here. Oh, I'm aware of again. Oh, we're in California. It's fine. We're safe. Unless they're on vacation. Oh damn! Oh. Warm waters. <laughs> Bro, listen. You stay in your lane. We'll leave you alone. Yeah. Torment the Dutch. Yeah, I'm the going. Dutch. I'm wow, going, the Danish. The Danish. I'm going to the Bahamas on my cruise, so I shouldn't see him there. Well, if you do say hi. <laughs> I'll be sure to tell him that you said hi. Had a girl. <laughs> and that is the Kraken, ladies Yay! and gentlemen. Yay! Woo! <laughs> that was one of those that I really loved because I'm like, yeah, it's technically true. Yeah. Technically, it is true. Technically, it's true. It's a little, you know, wishy washy on the details. But, you know, but then again, like I said, us humans t- tend to over-exaggerate things. Yeah. So Look up a giant squid and be scared, y'all. Those motherfuckers are scary. They're terrifying. Oh, my God. They are enormous. Oh, my God. Don't fuck with those motherfuckers. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Don't yeah. recommend. Don't recommend. Like, it's not even worth the calamari for that. It's not. <laughs> They're tasty, but it's not. And then, like you said, the, the whole idea of having a beak. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Like, what do they need it to eat? Like, Things that are hard? I'm confused about that. I'm assuming it's probably to crack shells for like crabs or like. Oh, maybe. You know, which I don't would know. make sense. It scares me. Still not. No. Yeah, it's not like a bird beak, but it is like beaky for a sea creature. <laughs> beaky. Yeah, beaky. I That's think, a word. I think we're going to have to make that the title of this episode. <laughs> beaky for a sea creature. Beaky for a sea creature. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right. All right, my peoples. Um, You know what? I didn't bring you a story today, but I do have a fun fact for y'all that's kind of creepy and weird. Do it. So I went to a um, behind-the-scenes um, Natural History Museum of Los Angeles tour yesterday. Oh. It's very, very cool. I will say the building does feel a little haunted. Mm. <laughs> this is not haunted-related. 
it's an animal fact. <laughs> so my friend is part of a nature thing where you get to be like a citizen scientist and you mm-hmm. take pictures of local animals and you submit them mm-hmm. and then they get put through like um, the system and it's called Project Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And the museum takes that data and they use it mm-hmm. so they can track local insects, birds, whatever. Right. So the ornithology people gave us the backstage tour and they were showing us a lot of their inventory. And so their inventory is um, bird specimens that are um, stuffed and then used for research. Gotcha. Not taxidermy quite, but just for research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things she showed us were some toucans. They had some stuffed toucans and they were very pretty. Mm-hmm. And then she showed us their little serrated beaks. And I always thought that they had serrated beaks because they like get into like hard fruits like coconuts and stuff like that. Right. Um, but it turns out that toucans are omnivorous and they eat other little birds. No way. Yeah. Little bastards. Little bastards. What? I always thought they were fruity for Fruit Loops, but not just Fruit Loops, apparently. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea they're carnivores. So when well, they, they eat other. Yeah. So when Toucan Sam says, follow your nose, he could be following it right to your ass. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's really like a turn here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So that was my fun, creepy, morbid fact for you. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's creepy. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> so don't, don't, you know, don't eat the Fruit Loops. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Now that we know. Yeah. We know better. Yeah. And I, I don't know how much those tours cost regularly if they don't really do that unless you're with the project. Mm-hmm. But y'all should really do that if you're in L.A. Because it was a, such a great experience. The scientists knew so many things. She's like a curator, too. So she, not only is she a scientist doing her, her own projects there, but she curates it. So she knows so much about it. That is so cool. She taught us how they preserve birds, what they use them for. Um, what they're keeping track of. An interesting fact she told us is that as they've studied bird size in the area, like you can't really see it with the naked eye, but birds are actually, their bodies are getting smaller and their wingspans are getting larger. Mm. And they think that's due to climate change. So they can stay warmer and then fly further south. Huh. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. I learned so many cool things. That is so fucking cool. It was... I would love to do that. An amazing tour. You should definitely do it. They always have great things there. Yeah. They have the history of LA right now. They have some earthquake stuff. They have dinosaur bones all the time. They have people um, excavating. There was someone who was excavating an entire skull, and you can watch that being done. Wow. Very cool. That's really cool. Um, I think it was an aquatic dinosaur, if I'm not mistaken. What else do they have that was really cool? They have a whole ornithology department that you can look through. And then um, in the spring or the summer, in the summer, they have a butterfly exhibit, which I've been to before, mm. even though butterflies scare me a little bit. Sorry. Um, they're bugs. They're so. kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, it's like a big tented greenhouse and the butterflies live in there. Mm. And then you get to go and like hang out with them and stuff and yeah hmm. and then they have i don't know if you get to go inside for this one or if they're in like specific enclosures in the fall they have a spider one nope so i will not be doing that one that's I'm good no for me yeah i'm not really big on the arachnid familia <laughs> they can stay there yeah so i'm gonna mind my own business but um no thanks my friend uh hannah she loves nature stuff and she even appreciates the smallest spider that's just the kind of person she is she's a very kind soul yeah she's a very kind soul so she wanted to see the spiders but then she got sad when she realized they weren't there um because it's not fall and i said oh thank god she almost made me go look at the spiders yeah (gasps) okay i was like i was about to go to the car and wait for you because (laughs) so i'm gonna be in the gift shop (laughs) and don't be bringing me no spiders that's that you can just do your thing. I was actually really proud of us. We went through the entire gift shop and we didn't buy one single overweight wow. thing. Wow. <laughs> I wanted a sweater so bad and she's like, you don't need sweaters. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but don't I though? Don't I though? Like I and then later on I was cold at her house and I was like, oh, I should have brought that sweater. Oh. <laughs> you see? You see? see? I could have my dinosaur sweater on. Hannah. <laughs> Very rude. <laughs> she gave me sweatpants. That's fine. <laughs> Yo. <sighs> Thank God. You saved me. Thank you. <laughs> That sounds like fun. It was really fun. I would yeah. love to go do that. I love the Natural History Museum. It's really beautiful. I haven't been the there archite- in years. I would love to have an architecture tour of that place. It's amazing. I haven't been there in years. You should definitely go. I would love to see the boys. Take the kiddos. Yeah, they would love it. Anything else? Um, 
From you guys? I'm from thinking. Sarah? From me? I'm thinking. Mm. I read a book called The House in the Pines by Anna Reyes. Okay. It's really, really good. It's a thriller, um, but it's like a really imaginative thriller. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's not too long a read. It's very easy to pick up. Um, the characters are likable and redeemable, and some of them are evil and bad. And um, I think it's really relatable if you are American and Latinx of any kind. So definitely pick that up and give it a try. I will say that some of the concept is a little bit out there, but if you keep an open mind, you'll really enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What was it called again? It is called The House in the Pines. Hmm. Yeah. Make a note. (laughs) Okay. Have to check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. We love you guys. Follow us on the socials. We are on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, the Tiki Tacks. Uh, at Cryptid and Mystic Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any stories that you'd like to share with us, you can always DM us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not a problem at all. Or email. Yeah, or email us. Cryptids and Mystics Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. We would love to engage with you guys, talk with you guys. Join our Patreon. Message us there. Yeah. You know, yeah. many options. Please feel free to do so. You know. Support us as best as you can. Uh, if you can as well, too, and you find it in your hearts, leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, that stuff helps out as well, too. Wherever draws a little more podcasts. draws a little more attention towards us. Yeah. You know? That'd be Tell great. Tell your friends. Yeah. Spread the word. <laughs> this ain't no exclusive club. We'll send feed pics to everyone. It's fine. No. No feed pics. Ew. <laughs> you might like it. Grats. You might like it. You'd be like, ooh. Anyway, look at that toe. No, um, and as always, stay curious and stay creepy. Bye, bye, ASMR. ASMR.